Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of Swan Speaks, where I basically get to talk about anything that I would like, and most of my main topics will be talking about me and my school habits, being in a predominantly white institution, but I also talk about pop culture, um, entertainment, sports, anything that comes up to mind. I should probably start this off by saying that the Super Bowl was like about two weeks ago and The Weeknd was performing. He did amazing. I'm really surprised that none of the Super Bowl commercials this year were that funny, but I guess over the years they get a little bit more cornier, so that was kind of a letdown, but The Weeknd's performance was amazing and I really am so happy for him. So today's topic is going to be a little bit different than the last two topics. I'm going to actually start and talk about my school. So as most of you know by now, I go to a predominantly white institution where um, seeing a Trump supporter is pretty prevalent and, you know, being a liberal or a Democrat is kind of like still you know it's coming it's rising but it's not necessarily the norm so we get to see a lot of debates a lot of crazy shit that you would probably see in like a political showroom but we see it a lot in school (laughs) it's kind of sad because we're all young and you know i've seen now that this generation is getting a lot more into politics which is a good thing and a bad thing because first of all it's a good thing because we get to know about our rights we get to know about our freedoms and we get to understand that some people may not feel free than the other some people may not have certain rights than the other individual depending on what situation they're in for example the families in the ICE detention camp centers and the new immigrants suffering from language barrier and often not getting the right jobs due to their lack of experience. We see that happen a lot. And pardon me if I'm getting too political, but that's kind of what we see here with the whole fresh debates. We see people who don't necessarily understand a certain minority or what they go through and basically sound tone deaf when they question themselves it's not even like they're questioning themselves it's like okay so i'm just gonna tell you what happened because i'm kind of leading up to it so basically at school um our teacher played something that had to do with a racial caricature on black women Me and my friend were the only two black women there. So we saw this and we were obviously disappointed. The brand, however, was saying that they would, you know, immediately stop portraying that caricature, knowing that it will hurt black women. And, you know, it sounded good and whatever. But me and my friend being the only black woman in class already felt a tide bit of discomfort because there was like four or five, like, Trump supporters there now you know what let me keep this straight let me keep this real with you I do not have a problem with Republicans you know I think that that's their political belief they can do whatever they want with it my problem is Trump supporters 
and like okay i totally understand that there are trump supporters that are good and whatever but like i've never seen a good trump supporter like i'm so sorry like okay somebody can like fact check me and be like hey this is a good trump supporter but like you know i'm just taking this from experience with my school all of them who claim that their trans has to be racist, has to be misogynist, has to be some type of phobia, homophobic, transphobic, Islamophobic. There's no other way around. Like, I haven't seen, I have yet to see a trans supporter who hasn't had these types of beliefs. And, you know, if they do, they're probably not necessarily a Trump supporter. They probably, like, agree with some of what Trump's saying, but don't identify as a full-on blooded trump supporter you get what i mean and this (laughs) let me just cut through myself i feel like this episode is going to be a little bit political so if you don't want to listen to that just skip it skip along i'm sorry if you're not interested in that me i don't like talking about politics that much but when it comes to know that politics really affect me as a black woman growing up then that's when i have to get my tide in that's when i have to get in so right off the bat when the video ended one of them one of the guys was like wait i don't see why this is such a big deal people are getting like so pressed for nothing i'm just like okay (laughs) white guy number one talking about how he should feel for a black woman getting contrayed I mean, getting portrayed as, you know, a laughingstock and portrayed as a racial caricature, okay? That's number one. And he started talking, the teacher started trying to explain, because the teacher, he doesn't take sides, but he tries to understand both sides. However, he kind of was in the right space on this one because he knew that black women were getting portrayed in a bad light. So I had mad respects to him knowing that he tried to play on both sides but knowing that it wasn't morally right to be like hey black people are overreacting so that guy started saying stuff and this guy (laughs) has the audacity to compare black caricatures something that has been happening for 30 plus years to vikings and cowboys because somebody this girl came up with uh, a inference that black women don't like it because they're portrayed as mascots and he really said oh but what about vikings and cowboys aren't white people portrayed as mascots from then vikings and cowboys (laughs) okay um let me just start have you ever seen vikings and cowboys portrayed in a non-heroic light portrayed in a way where they're the clowns of all people have you seen vikings and cowboys get picked solely based on their skin color and called all these derogatory slurs because of their skin color Have you seen Vikings and Cowboys have specific shows made directly at them, the Viking and Cowboy community, simply because they find their skin color funny and simply because they find the way they act dumb, stupid, 
submissive, and overall humiliating. Those things that I just described to you are how black people were treated back then. And whether you like it or not, whether you understand that it was, you know, dates and years ago, those pivot holes for black people getting humiliated have still left a greater impact on how black people are getting treated today. Okay? That's why we study history, because we understand that what happened back then leads a greater impact on the future. We still see some minorities getting struggle, having struggles and struggling with a lot of their racial inequalities, whether that's in workplace, whether that's in criminal systems. We see minorities struggle a lot, and there's still stuff that we thought that would, we would be done with for now. But, you know, due to all of the stuff minorities struggled with back then, the 30s, 20s, and 50s, and all that stuff, but we still see them struggling with it now. But you don't see Vikings and cowboys struggling with that. You don't see Vikings and, stra- <laughs> Vikings and cowboys struggling with a stereotype. We don't see Vikings and cowboys suffering with microaggressions. You don't see Vikings and cowboys learning how to code switch to be accepted into strong institutions. No, we don't see that. We do not see that. And you know why? Because Vikings and cowboys are portrayed as heroes. Vikings and cowboys are portrayed as these big, strong, and bold people. Now, I still don't agree, you know, with people getting portrayed as mascots. But the reason why Vikings and cowboys were portrayed as mascots is because they're seen as a strong human being, strong people. And, you know, since they're white, they didn't get picked on solely based on their skin tone. So Vikings and cowboys has no comparison to the Indian redskins. And you know why? Because the Indian redskins are actually making fun of Native American traditional headgear They're making fun of the way Native Americans talk by having their fans scream in a warrior cry. It's actually putting Native Americans down. No Native American wanted to see their mascot portrayed in a bad light. Okay? And, you know, it could be in the other way around. Like, people could say that some Vikings are upset with their mascot, with them being portrayed as a mascot go do that like he was saying like oh why shouldn't vikings be upset why should Vi- shouldn't vikings be upset like okay if they are upset let them be upset have their voice be heard because if a viking was upset about their face as a mascot i would totally listen to them i would totally respect them because they have the right to feel mad just as how a native american should feel mad about them being portrayed as a mascot But we're not hearing from them. I mean, we could hear from them. Tell me, like, if you are a Viking, I would totally listen to you. But it's just not in a greater sense as how minorities have gotten always, you know, told to be the last person. Have always gotten told that they're the ball of humiliation, you know, since, since history, since all of these dates, 20s, 30s, 10s, the great migration and how black people struggle to find jobs simply because of due to their skin color. Talking about how 
Asians had to deal with intermittent camps and how they were solely based on their skin color in World War II, the way they looked, while Germans and Italians didn't get that type of discrimination. Native Americans and how <clears throat> and how they're literally getting forced to assimilate to a white man's culture because they were seen as, you know, vile and inhumane and creepy. We don't see that with Vikings and we don't see that with um cowboys. No. If you look at American media, American Hollywood, we see cowboys portrayed as heroes, you know, fighting the Native Americans who are crazy and ruthless. You see that one race is getting put up against the other, and the other is getting put down. That's why Native Americans are disappointed when they see themselves being portrayed as a mascot, even though history tells us that they were getting treated as ruthless, criminals, crazy, their culture was wicked. Like, come on now. Let's be, let's not do this. Let's not, let's not try to act as if Native Americans hadn't gone to an entire cultural wipe due to assimilation, due to discrimination, due to colonization from back then. We're not going to try to act like that hasn't affected them till today. We're not going to try to act like mascots and treating them as if they're some type of object is going to help them in a greater sense. I understand there's going to be people who are like some, oh, but just as you said, cowboys and Vikings are portrayed in a greater way. Um, They're seen as heroes as mascots, so why shouldn't we have Native Americans as our mascots? Let me just rephrase that, okay? Cowboys and Vikings have not had a sense of mistreatment in history ever. I mean, maybe, like, there could be something I'm missing, but I don't think I've ever seen a Viking or cowboy be discriminated against by someone who's not a Viking and a cowboy for simply being a Viking and a cowboy, okay? And even so, even if they are oppressed, they're not oppressed because of their skin color or because of their physical features, okay? They're, they could be oppressed due to their child. They could be oppressed because they're cowboys or Vikings, but we're not talking about the same topic here. We're talking about racism and how it affects minorities on a greater sense, they have not, a Viking and a cowboy have not had the same experience of oppression as a Native American, as an African American, as an Asian American has had in history. And that's just the facts. Like, they can't experience that type of oppression because they're not, they haven't experienced a sense of racism that leads to discrimination, that leads to actions hurting them solely based on the way they look there are many ways to honor native americans for being native americans due to their tragic history we could definitely do something we could award you know some of the surviving affiliates with assimilation we could honor native americans like creating statues and uplifting their voices 
in our media, in our modern day media, but adding them as a mascot for a school, adding them as a caricature for a football team is not going to help them it's not going to help them thrive so moral of the story is you know pretty much with anyone i don't agree that a human being should be a mascot but having a minority or a poc as a mascot is just 10 times more inhumane as anything else we shouldn't do that we should definitely listen to POC's voice. We should definitely uplift one another. But putting us as mascots or as caricatures is just another step back in history. We can't keep on doing that. With that, that's the end of my episode of my little rant. Um, those of you who are POCs going through a predominantly white institution... You know, if you're like me and you're like a quiet person, I definitely say it's okay to feel scared to talk or scared to speak up. But when you have something to say, especially something that affects you and your community, don't feel afraid to speak out. Some of these people do not know what it's like to be a person of color. And that's totally okay. But you not being a person of color gives you the privilege to actually listen and hear from their experiences, hear from the past of history of textbooks and books made by legends like Angela Davis, who is still alive, Maya Angelou, and all of these amazing iconic figures who've actually written about their oppression. It gives you that type of knowledge, that type of bystandership that we need more than ever to get our voices to be uplifted. You have that right. And, you know, it's up to you to use it or not for the right or good. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, white people are only made to listen to POC voices. <laughs> but I'm saying if you're like the guy in my class who's using his type of privilege to just talk over black voices and say that they are overreacting that oppression does not affect black women they don't go through it you're not using it for the greater good you have the chance to actually listen to two black women speak their mind on a topic that affects them and you're using that to just say that oh they're both dumb and they don't know what they're talking about it doesn't affect them like it's just kind of stupid, you know? And, you know, another thing to say is you should totally watch out for each other as POC because I know that there are some institutions with students that can get a little bit violent when, in terms of somebody's opinion. It can get a little bit brutal. So, you know, speak your mind, but also be aware of who you're surrounded by me after that day <laughs> coming back to that same class i felt so nervous and so scared because i thought that i would get hate crime <laughs> or um just in another wild discussion again and i didn't want any of those options to happen luckily it didn't but you know that didn't stop me from getting strange looks and stares throughout the entire class period i know that there are 
classes like that, schools like that, where it could be not just stares, but punches and kicks and all that stuff. So be safe, okay? Look out for your other POC. Stay close to your other POC if you can. And, you know, just be be safe is all I'm trying to say. With that being said, that concludes this episode to Swan Speaks. I hope that you guys have had a good day. Kind of listened to my rant. I'm not really expecting, you know, any replies. I kind of don't want any replies because this this whole thing has been a free rant. Um, I've had like 13 minutes. The first half was like 13 minutes of me just speaking up and not stopping, not editing, um, anything, and then after a while, I kind of started to break it down to chop, so this was, like, a full natural rant, so, um, yeah, you got to hear me talk a little bit about my school, um, I hope that you guys like this episode, and yeah, have a nice day.